But you know what's really, really awkward about that class? What? Um, so we were doing like, because Taylor, you know, hasn't been to class like any Friday because she's constantly injured. Um, but on Fridays <laughs> is when we like sit in a group and talk to each other in Japanese. And so, which is why I find out I'm actually good at that. Uh, don't know anything else. And uh, we're talking, introducing each other. And my professor's like, oh, yeah, you're doing great. And I'm like, thanks, Takabe-sensei. And then, <laughs> and then he, and then we're in the circle. And then we're just sitting there. And he's like, so you, have you watched Seven Deadly Sins? Like one of the random kids <laughs> in my class. And I'm like, this class is just full of weebs. This class is full of weebs. <laughs> and this guy's talking. And this guy's like a big dude, like big muscular dude with tattoos everywhere. Like, does not seem like the type to watch anime. And he's like, yeah, I named my dog Escanor. I'm like, oh, what does your dog look like? Dog Escanor. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's probably like a pit bull. He's like, it's a it's a lab. And I was like, you know what? It would have been really funny if it was a, a pit bull or something like that. Or like, like a mastiff or like. Oh, no, it's a corgi. It's a corgi that he named Escanor. <laughs> it's a corgi. I was like, you should have named it King. And he's like, oh, yeah. And then we talked about like the newest seasons. It was pretty funny. And the other girl in the group was wearing like a Jujutsu Kaisen shirt. And then our professor's like, oh, yeah. Have you guys seen Hunter Hunter? And it was just like, I'm sitting That's here. Like, I would have literally looked at him like. Have you seen Hunter Hunter? Are you really asking that question? Well, to I'm a room s- of dude, I'm literally sitting here and I'm just like, I have literally probably seen the most anime in this room, which is pathetic because all these guys are massive. Can you weeds. imagine though that if I would have taken that class? There, with us? Oh my god, like I probably would have been the biggest weeb in that whole class. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Binger's Anime Edition. As always, I'm your host, Mo. And I'm Maddie. We're just a little podcast that talks about different animes or fellow weeps out there. That was very unenthusiastic the way we did that. <laughs> we're like, Jesus Christ, we haven't done this in two weeks and we're back. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, Jesus Christ. Christ. Jenkins. <laughs> but, uh, Josh. But um, yeah, so last week we did not record since everyone noticed by our lack of episode being uploaded. Mo was having a slight crisis. Yes. Again, <laughs> as always. Always in a crisis. <laughs> it's never ending with her. And I'm over here sitting at my house. I was also very sick last weekend, so I would have sounded like hot poo-poo garbage. So it's probably for the best. It also definitely looks like I'm wearing mascara. Were you? No, I was not. <laughs> my face just looks really dark in this image. Also, my rooms, my closet smells like stinky feet. I think because of the shoes and the rotting food in the corner. Matt! <laughs> I know, pretty bad, right? Oh my gosh! It's been a rough two weeks. Classes started up. Since I, I'll talk about my week real quick. Um, thanks for asking, okay. Mo. Uh, you didn't ask about my week, so. so. I don't it, care. Bitch. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I started classes two weeks ago. Fun fact, I'm practically failing elementary Japanese. Uh, <laughs> no, you know what the funny thing is? Is that I was over at Taylor's house the other day and she goes, you know what the funniest thing is? And she's like, watching Maddie try to speak Japanese. <laughs> it's pretty bad, isn't it? 
Oh, you know what's funnier? I've never heard you. I've heard you try to pronounce names, but I've never heard you try to fully speak Japanese. Well, what's actually funny is I'm actually a really real pronunciation and diction when it comes to Japanese. Fun fact, my professor said, um, and I'm actually mm-hmm. much better at pronouncing things than pretty much everyone in the class once I actually learn it because uh, Taylor doesn't pronounce anything right, uh, <laughs> as I'm finding out. by my Because I talked to my professor about it before and after class, and I'm the only one that actually like tries saying things to him. Um, out of everyone that I know in that class, but I don't even try. Like I haven't tried studying at all, and I'm just like konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. <laughs> and I'm like, uh huh, huh. That's all I know. Konnichiwa, <laughs> daibo desu Yeah, it's just funny. I think Taylor thinks I'm stupid, but in reality, I'm actually really good at the pronunciation part. I'm just not good at anything else. I have, I have, <laughs> I have very good diction. You have a I just, what? I have good diction and I have good pronunciation. I just can't, uh, I don't remember anything. We have a quiz on Monday, so I have to learn the entire uh, alphabet this weekend. Good luck. Yeah, and then freaking, I don't know what Taylor was thinking. She sent me a text with all in Japanese. And I was like, girl, I am busy right now. Cause it was also last night. So I was literally busy. And I was like, I don't have time right now to try to read this. And I'm like, I have no idea what you just said. And she's like, I said, good night. And I'm like, okay, cool. It's like, that's not going to be on the quiz, but I'm happy for you. It's not going to be on the quiz, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I told everybody from day one, I'm like, this is my easy, fun class. I'm not trying very hard. If I need to drop out, I will, because I have literally a degree to work on. Yeah. But it's, it's pretty like I'm not going to waste my time on this class. I was but... like, I, I don't fucking care if I don't know how to speak Japanese. Oh, are you trying to show me your mug, though? Yes. <laughs> Third time's the charm. Third time's the charm. My mug, you see it? Yes, I love it. It's got bacteria on it. Oh, that's so cute. Uh, it's not cute at all. That's disgusting. Uh, no, it's really cute. I don't think it's cute. Well, no, to I've you. told you about. Maybe if there were uh, buildings on the mug, maybe you would. Bro, think I would it was not. Cute. I would not invest in a mug like that. I would literally be like, I hate my major, and I am never going to have anything that's architecture related in my house. Okay. Wow, must be sad to not like your major. <laughs> well, it must be sad to <laughs> not be making money right now at yours. You ain't fucking making money either. <laughs> I don't know what you. Bitch, I literally work an internship. I'm working. I'm making money. Yeah, on the holidays. What are when do you make money? I'm about you, to start making you, money because guess what? I'm about to start working in the hematology department. So suck it, bitch. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. What does that even mean? Are you just gonna do ology on humans? <laughs> so uh first of all, hematology is the study of blood and its components. Oh cute. So you're doing blood studies. I'm going to be looking at blood samples and So you're counting. becoming a fucking vampire is what you're becoming. Yes. Yeah. I can see it. Are you going to become like Lady Gaga in American Horror Story? No, I'm going to become one of the Collins. One of the Collins? Oh. Oh, you're going to be Twilight now. Okay. 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 I see how it is. Bella, where have you been, Loka? <laughs> where have you been? <laughs> where I'm have you like been, Loka? So confused. Like, you can't leave me. <laughs> what was the whole like the eye twitch that bella does in the entire first movie every time she's like super overwhelmed with emotion and i'm like honestly though i vibe with that that's me trying to flirt with someone 
me trying to flirt with someone, it's guys, like, is <laughs> me flirting with someone's like, you got a nice walk. That's me flirting. You got a nice walk. I'm like, that's a nice uh, shoe you have on your right foot. <laughs> that's a nice shoe. But anyway, Mo, how is your life going? Apparently you're getting a promotion and actually making money for once. Well, it's not a promotion. I'm just working there like part-time as like a student. Gotcha. Hey, you're making mm-hmm. money though. You're going to be Just to yanking. make some money. Where, where are you, you going to be I'm... working at? Probably hematology. Well, like which hospital? St. Francis. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. In Tulsa. I didn't know if you were going to New Ives. <laughs> I mean, sorry. I thought you were that'd like. That'd be kind of weird if I just like. <laughs> no. I, even after the program, I have to work at a St. Francis hospital for two years. Oh, cute. Oh, that makes sense. Pay, Job security, and everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, makes sense. To pay for my program. Oh, that makes sense. Wait, so after the program, you're going to have to work another two years to pay off the program when you're not making any money? Well, the whole thing is that I got this like scholarship for the program, but what it comes with is a two-year work commitment. So they'll pay for my program, but I have to work for them for two years. After that two years, they're like, I don't really care what you do. Okay, that makes sense. Sorry, what was that? I need to work out. Dude, I haven't worked out in freaking two weeks. I'm feeling flabby. Like. Yeah, you do have a double chin. I need to lose like 30 pounds. I think you look great, though. You don't got to lose any weight. I still need to lose like 30 pounds because most of all my health because I'm still having those heart issues. Yeah. How's that going? Um, well, my blood results came back. Everything's normal. That's good. So it's not anything like chemically that's like happening in my body that's causing it. That's good. Which I knew in the first place because I've had this since high school. Yeah. And so I'm supposed to be getting an, a portable monitor. To monitor. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, But the doctor like ordered it to like I have to it, it goes through the cardiologist and gotcha. I'm supposed to get it through the card. But I've they were like, you're supposed to be getting a call here soon about it. Haven't gotten a call. It's been about two weeks. And so you're just nothing. chilling. Yeah, I'm I feel that. Chilling. Yeah, I feel that. Well, I hope everything works out and you figure out what's going on with your body. I haven't also, had really big attacks here lately. Yeah. I've had more smaller ones, but it's still pretty uncomfortable. Yeah, I get that. Also, guys, uh, sounds like we're going to be doing D&D soon again. So you guys are going to get some more updates about how that story's going because pretty much this podcast has yeah. also become a summary of our D&D campaign. Yeah, because I want to know what happened to those freaking pumpkins. Those pumpkins that raised from the dead shooting fireballs because I'm a psychotic DM. Because you just take everything from Konosuba. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. I stole it from my friends who were pretty much tripping when we were talking about it. <laughs> on literally nothing. They were not on anything. They were just psychotic. And I was like, fireballs just like chaotic personalities yeah it's great it's great but yeah i feel like uh unless you have anything else you'd like to share mo i feel like we have rambled for far too long again yes we have very boring lives i'm very sorry for all of you that have to listen to our very boring lives but uh yeah we really need to start adding some hopefully here soon there will be more like pizzazz updates oh yeah because we have pizzazz we could talk about but we're kind of keeping that on the dl at the moment we'll just put it that way uh, so 
Mo, <laughs> let's <laughs> casually segue into what uh, you've been, what are we reviewing this week? <laughs> so as we said two weeks ago, we were reviewing Black Butler. Yeah. Um, Actually, I, I think longer than two weeks ago. Yeah, we it's said we definitely longer than two weeks. <laughs> Did you rewatch any of it? Yeah, I think I rewatched the first season. Cool. I rewatched the first half of the first season, the part that was actually canonic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mo, would you like to talk about the production a little bit? Yes, we're going to get into some Perodo info. So season one, as Maddie was saying, which is canon, was directed by Toshia Shinohara. The music is by Takuru, Taku, yes, Taku, Iwasaki. Uh, the studio is A1 Pictures, which is a big studio. You, you know, like, kind you know, of a big deal. Kind of a Kind big of the deal. shit. <laughs> kind of the shit in Japan. <laughs> yeah, no, they just come up with all the good stuff. <laughs> um, so the original run for Black Butler was October 3rd of 2008 to September 17th of 2010. Um, but that's also including, like, up to season, like, three. Yeah, which I've never seen season two or season three of it. I know that they're okay. I've seen parts of season two because they've like introduced, they introduced like a new butler in season oh. two and stuff. And it was like a whole big thing about like this. Ah, uh, uh, well, I'm not going to get into it unless you guys want me to get into it. So, but the episode, it has. I love how we get instant feedback while we're recording from our fans. So we know yeah. what to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mo. I mean, if you guys want more, I can bring it up like next week uh, when right before we. Or you could we... do a special episode where you just talk or about Or I can Black do a special Butler. episode. I can talk about Black Butler, talk about Sebastian, about how like I would let that man pamper me. Oh, oh, <laughs> okay, Mo. Okay. Someone's got a butler fetish. Fetish? Fetish? Well, who doesn't? Our, who doesn't? Who our, our doesn't? Who doesn't want it's a sexy man simply, just waiting on you? He's simply one hell of a butler. So, uh, Black Butler has 36 episodes and seven OVAs. Yes, it has a. Sh- and but it's that's a only shit season. Ton. That's season one and season two. Season three, which is like Book of Circus, is a completely like different. It's not originally from the Black Butler. It's like it's a whole different series. Yeah. It's got 10 episodes. But since none of us have watched it, we're not going to get into Book of Circus. Yes. <laughs> also, Black Butler has a crap ton of filler, just to let you know. And it's pretty obvious which ones are the filler episodes. Because they... I won't. actually really like the filler episodes. In they're, they're not bad, but it's not my thing. But we'll get into it. Um, so anything else you'd like to say, Mo? No. All right, I'll do a quick synopsis. <laughs> we know how well that goes every single time I try it. All righty. <clears throat> Got to clear the vocal nostrils. That's not the word. Um, that wasn't right at all. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's not it. Got to clear the vocal nostrils. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, anyway, uh, so our main character... Uh, CL Phantom Hive has undergone traumatic experiences in his childhood that has now led him in the unsettling position of being the head of the Phantom Hive estate as the Queen's guard dog. With the aid of his loyal butler, Sebastian, and his posse of miscellaneous helpers on this estate, 
they pretty much take care of any of the needs that Queen Victoria asks of him for England. Uh, pretty much, that's the entire synopsis. They just go around solving problems for the Queen, investigating kind of mm-hmm. supernatural things, and Sebastian seems to be one hell of a butler that is just hey. incredibly um, powerful and does every he can do anything. I mean, yeah, and they run into, like, very different situations, which lead them down, like, paths, and, you know, basically, the there's kind of, like, a hidden, like, mission throughout all of it. It's basically, like, CL trying to basically find out who killed his parents. Yes, exactly, and after his parents tragically perished, CL made a pact with a demon, um, Sebastian, and... As a result, Sebastian has become his loyal servant for the past three years in order to find revenge on his parents. Yeah, and so once CL basically finds out who killed his parents, there is an agreement between Sebastian and CL that Sebastian would devour CL's soul. And this is not really a spoiler because this is explained in the first episode. And it's pretty much the premise of the entire plot. And the enjoyment from the series is definitely just watching the eerie, creepy atmosphere that is created from this 12-year-old boy's relationship with this butler that they go around and take out all these bad guys, quote-unquote. And pretty much, Ciel is just incredibly bratty, and Sebastian is just incredibly loyal the entire time. Mm -hmm. And just a total badass constantly. Yeah. I mean, like... the tagline of i'm simply one hell of a butler i mean (laughs) kind of holds true in this anime and it's so fucking ironic it's just like every time he says it everyone's like demon uh demon (laughs) you should just be going around he's like i'm one demon of a butler and just like yeah and i mean and throughout the whole thing it's I mean, like I said, it's more hidden the fact that they're trying to figure out who killed CL's parents. It's not, like, out in front of you all the time. Like, he's not asking about it all the time. It's like a clue will come up and they're like, okay, better add that to, like, oh yeah, and, like, follow that. You know, but a majority of it is, like, Queen Victoria being like, hey, I need you to figure out this. I need you to figure out why women are being murdered and, like, all, you know, um, you know, underground shit that like you know exactly. opium dens and all that kind of stuff and because as the queen's um guard dog he pretty much takes care of the entire underworld and like cl phantom hive walks into a room and he's just like i am the head of the phantom hive estate as a total brat as he is and pretty much just does whatever he pleases and exactly. orders sebastian to do anything which i love how like everyone's like okay i'll take the word of this 12 year old just because he's the head of the house phantom hive estate <laughs> yeah right and i'm like oh they make toys so they are clearly the most influential people in England in the world, apparently. Well, uh, well, the Phantom Hives are a dukedom. So, like, in terms of, like, hierarchy and stuff, like, they're at, like, the top. Oh, wow. I did not realize that. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. But um, it's just very interesting. Uh, the story is, the appeal to the story is definitely the fact that it is kind of ominous, kind of. You kind of never know when, like, everything's going to come together yeah exactly and that's what's nice and then sebastian just being a total badass pretty much the entire time um, and then being incredibly loyal to cl a little bit of uh sexual tension between the two of them occasionally uh which is really fucking creepy <laughs> do you ever wonder if like they 
never like I I mean spoiler alert right now just because I, I just want to make a little quick thought spoiler alert right now if you haven't finished it or haven't watched it and you want to like click off real quick skip forward like 30 seconds or a minute and then come back on um have you ever like wondered like what if they like never figured out like what happened to his parents and just like freaking <laughs> CL just know. like grew old and then grew old of Sebastian yeah <laughs> they just like never figured it out you know honestly those two I wouldn't be surprised if they Sebastian figured it out and is like JK I'm just gonna stay with you the rest of my life and once you're yeah. old enough I'm just gonna like hook up with you like honestly I I I'm sorry but I'll say it I think CL's had sex with a demon. <laughs> Pedophilia. Pedophilia. Demon style. Demons. <laughs> Demon style. <laughs> I did not like that at all. No, that's not a joke. <laughs> God. But yeah, so that's the story. Uh, we should probably talk about the characters. It's a lot easier to talk about some story points when we talk about certain characters. Yeah. Um. There is only a few main characters and there's a couple side characters. We'll bullet point those side characters because they're super obnoxious. So, <laughs> Mo, would you like to take the first character? Yeah, so let's talk about CL Phantom Hive. Yes. So CL Phantom Hive, as we said, is 12 years old. He lost his parents two years ago in a fire at the Phantom Hive estate, which burned the whole place down. Um as we said, he made a contract with the demon, and now he's the head of the household, trying to figure out what happened to his parents while doing the queen's dirty work. Um, he's, he is incredibly he, smart and articulate for a 12-year-old, but then again, we don't know what else could be in the contract or terms of the contract and stuff, but that like, he maintains like his years, but like maybe his like cognitive abilities have like increased you know yeah there's a lot but we don't know about that also the phantom hive family could just be raising some gems of children apparently yes um he is he doesn't tend to take things you know lightly he's a very serious person he doesn't really act like a kid who's 12 um whereas like uh there's like another child in the series that's like his fiance we'll get into her a little bit later but who actually acts like a 12 year old you know um and cl's literally like a broken individual obviously yeah he acts literally like a 30 year old man who's just like broken inside yeah like he has vietnam war flashbacks constantly like it is it's hard to watch sometimes honestly cl Mm -hmm. has no friends except for his servants and elizabeth and I would he it, his appearance pretty much is he's short, uh, black hair, blue hair. It's like a blue kind of black. A, yeah, he has eye patch because in order to make a contract, you have to make a mark on yourself for the demon, and the more visible the mark, the stronger the bond. So he put it on his right eye, as you do, and then he puts an eye patch over it. And so whenever he orders Sebastian to do something, he shows his eye and does it. He always wears a black uh, ring from the fan- his father's ring that has part of the Hope Gem in it. And honestly, he's kind of just a fucking brat. I hate this character with a burning passion. He's kind of a dick. He's a dick to everyone. He walks all over all of his servants. And he's just an asshole. 
I'm sorry. I get it. Your parents died tragically. Boo hoo. Get over it. We all got trauma. A lot of people have dead parents. Okay. And you're over here like, I'm going to make a deal with a demon to get revenge. Idiot. Don't sell your soul. Do you think your parents want you to sell a soul? Like, oh my God, I can't. A majority of anime characters don't even have mom CL. Yeah. And some of them you're watch. Not you're not special. Did you watch your mom get eaten by a giant monster? I don't think so. So like, you know, and did you eat your dad? I don't think so. So get over it. Do you know what show I'm referring to? I think so. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Everyone else does but you. So, <laughs> yeah. CL, you're not special. Whatever. Okay, I don't think I know what should <laughs> I'm like... Attack on Titan. I thought he just... I thought the... What? I haven't made it that far, my dude. Anyway, uh, anyway. Just spoiled something for me. Sure. A cue. Fucking watch the third season, okay? The fourth season's been out for like a couple weeks now. Like, this is all on you. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> okay, subtle flip off. But yeah, CL's a fucking brat and he's an asshole to everyone and a bitch. Uh, and he's somewhat kind of like, is sort of into Sebastian. He has a demon fetish. <laughs> They all have a demon fetish. He just likes to have one hell of a butler. Okay, we got to stop saying that tagline. Because that's, <laughs> oh my God, that's starting to make me cringe so bad. It's so fucking bad. I hate it. Uh, and we're going to get copyright issues. We're going to have to do like one butler from hell or something like that. One just butler change. from hell. <laughs> a butler from hell. Uh, uh, so we should move on to the next character. We've rambled about CL for far too long. Again, um, the next character is Sebastian. Sebastian. Uh, pretty much Sebastian. 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 <laughs> Sebastian is pretty much a demon from Japan. Apparently, he's Japanese, as we found out rewatching it. And he's just very put together. He wears really nice clothing. He's a badass. That you can do anything. May it be investigate all the possible alibis of everyone in London in three hours, or you know, kill people with a bunch of knives and silverware. That's what he does. He does anything Seal asks, and he's always nearby. And he always just trained like like in the demon realm or something. He was like, I'm going to learn the ways of like etiquette and everything. So that way, when I make a contract with a human, I'm perfect. (laughs) Bro, I have no idea. He's like the perfect butler, though. I think it's just part of the contract. He has to be amazing at it. I don't know. Can you imagine demon cutlery (laughs) school? All right. So. All demons. <laughs> All right. This is how Pick you up your teapots. You and this put, is how <laughs> this is how you put the knives on the right side of the plate. And whenever occasionally you have to save your contracted a master, you can also use it as a deadly weapon. <laughs> I feel like that should be a spin-off. Uh Demon Butler School. Bastion, like, Demon Butler Bastion. School. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's so terrible. Funny. Um but that's pretty much Sebastian in a nutshell. He Yeah, and I loyal. love how like nobody questions Sebastian. You know, that he's just perfect. Like yeah. they're not like like cuz you know like in the third episode when they're trying to uh figure out who Jack the Ripper is. Yeah. And he's like I'm going to go make a list of suspects and he like literally leaps out of the carriage and gets back home before they do. Nobody questions it. They're well, like, "Oh, you're just simply sat good." No, no, no. They're kind of like, "Um, how did you get here so fast?" And he's like, "I'm simply one hell of a butler." He's but like, then nobody questions it further than that. Yeah, they're like, "Okay, cool." And then 
they're like okay cool yeah you're a really great butler yeah literally like to me they're like wow you should train my butler and yeah (laughs) that's literally what happens they send butlers to watch Sebastian I just love how like nobody questions it after that like like that's so common (laughs) the show is just doesn't make any sense if we're going to be honest but that's Sebastian. Uh, he's just a fucking demon. Oh, and my favorite episode is when he seduces a nun <laughs> to get information. Yes. Oh my gosh. He literally, he literally has sex with this nun. He literally has sex with the nun. <laughs> and he's just like, God, it's one of those things. Well, she ain't like, a nun no more. <laughs> she's not celibate no more. She literally has been tainted by a demon. This is some American horror story shit right here. She just conceived the Antichrist. <laughs> She can just see the Antichrist. But yeah, uh, that's Sebastian. Uh, Would you like to talk about Elizabeth next? Yes, so Elizabeth. um, So Elizabeth is the other child in the series. She's 12 12 years old, like CL, and she is the daughter of the Marquise. Um, She is also CL's fiance. Yep, they're beloved. Wait, patrolled? yeah they have been like betrothed since birth or something like that and and like, which came as a shock to everyone when she just suddenly appears she was like we were like, they were like i didn't know that he was like engaged and it's like oh that's how that happens in that time yeah yeah <laughs> royals well, marry other royals <laughs> what's really funny is that um i i like elizabeth's character because it's a nice foil to cl for mm-hmm. sure like it shows how dark cl has become and how abnormal that is for this world. And I think that they did a really good job. But I also like how CL kind of has a soft spot for Lizzie. So he's not completely lost his humanity. Yeah. And like, he literally would do anything for her. Yes. You know, and he's kind of like, she would literally dress up in the most ridiculous outfits. Dude, CL constantly is cross-dressing because apparently it's the thing he has to do in order to get information is to look like a girl yeah and so of uh, course there's a lot of questionable moments with sebastian when he's like next mm-hmm. girl but elizabeth is bubbly she's friendly um as she would also honestly do anything for cl as well and she wants to present herself as being the most perfect fiance or anything and like yeah so that's elizabeth uh not gonna lie our audio cut out there so i don't know exactly where we ended talking about her but we're just gonna move on to the next character we're taking a sign yes. from the the lord elizabeth our is- jesus christ <laughs> our lord and savior but uh so i'll talk about um cl's aunt the only living relative and then we have one other character we'll mention and that's pretty much it probably so madam red is CL's only living relative still it's his mother's sister and pretty much I actually really freaking like this character from the beginning I thought she was super funny I thought she was like kind of goofy you know like kind of a doting aunt she's a very dynamic character very dynamic and so we find out later this is major spoilers that she's actually Jack the Ripper um because she's a doctor you know she can't have kids it's like a whole like tragic backstory thing and yeah if you want to know more about it go watch the show yeah (laughs) But she gets to the point where she's about to kill CL for getting in her way of trying to expose her. And then she kind of has a moment of humanity and is like, wait, I don't want to kill my my sister's child. I love this boy like as my own, my nephew. And then as a result, she gets murdered by the uh, Grim Reaper she's t- um, using, which we'll talk about next. And Madame Red is coated in red once again and dies. And she 
it's actually really sad. Like, honestly, it really pissed me off. Like, I was pissed. I was like, why did they kill Madame Red? I really like that character. I And they just got rid of her, like, super early in the anime. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, if they would have put the whole, like, Jack the Ripper thing more towards, like, the end of the series and stuff, but because it was closer to the beginning and all that, you know, I mean, I could see why. Yeah. I mean, it was At also a end- whole thing of, like, CL is now like finally alone in his family. It's true, but honestly, like I would have rather it been at the very end of the anime. All of a sudden, we find out that CL's aunt, the Madame Red, where we've loved this entire anime, has now suddenly become Jack the Ripper, and you're just like, yeah. Oh. But I know I would have loved to have seen like a more like thing of a uh, CL going back and forth about killing his aunt. You know, yeah, because yeah. like at, when it happened, he was literally like, Sebastian, like, I've ordered you to kill Jack the Ripper, kill Jack the Ripper, you and know? Then she, and then he just becomes, wait, don't kill her. And then she still dies uh, by someone else. But yeah, it was just a very, very interesting character. She was very dynamic. I would have loved to see more of her. I, by, in my opinion, she was probably the most dynamic character of the entire anime. Oh, yeah. 100%. Other than... Our next character, the other butler, which I'll let you talk about because I think you love this character. Are you talking about Grell? Yes. Well, so like Grell starts off as like a butler for like Madame Red, but we don't know that. So Grell is the Grim Reaper. Yeah. And like Grim Reapers are the ones that uh, basically read the lives of the dying and kind of decide whether or not they're going to go to like heaven or hell. Yep. And uh, so there is like a whole thing with like Madame Red and all that, but she makes a deal with Gorel the Grim Reaper and they uh, go around like killing a bunch of women, like and tearing out their uteruses and all that kind of stuff. And because um, trauma, <laughs> because trauma, once and, again, go to fucking counseling. <laughs> but in order to disguise himself as, uh in like everyday life uh he goes around as madame red's butler which we see in the first couple episodes um i mean there's something kind of off about him but we don't really know what it is you know yeah, and he just goes around constantly like the only way I must atone for this is my my life my I death. Must die. and like he has a really weird obsession with death which like we all kind of like think is weird but we don't really know like yeah, it's a little, like, hint. But it isn't until we finally figure out that Madame Red is Jack the Ripper, that Grell finally, like, sheds, like, all of that and has really, like, bright red hair and all long and is like, oh, yeah, I was a Grim Reaper, you know, but and I don't Grill's do actually, things. Yeah, Grill's actually non-binary, right? Like, Yeah, I don't think Grill's they have non-binary. Any, yeah. And they have like a makeshift, makeshift scythe that is like a chainsaw that's running around killing people. But with. it's illegal. He, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And they are just crazy for Sebastian and is constantly like, I'll make a deal with you, CL, if you let me have a night alone with Sebastian. And, so, and CL is like, you can do anything you want with Sebastian for one night. And and girl's like, even kiss him on the lips. And, and CL's like, anything. <laughs> and it's just super ridiculous and so 
Grill just kind of like becomes like one of their party and stuff. I don't think that <laughs> joins their party. This is a D and D campaign. Yeah, I don't think that uh, they're there like the entire series, but he like they do show up every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, they're... I don't know if like what pronouns Grill has, but I'm gonna just say they to be on the safe side. But they're just kind of a, a very eccentric character, and it's very enjoyable to watch. It's a nice contrast to the dark side of this anime. Mm-hmm. And then we'll briefly bullet the rest of the characters. There's the three wait staff at the well. There's four members of the staff at the Phantom Hive Estate. There's, um, I don't remember any of their names. I know Tanaka is the old butler that only talks for a couple of times and becomes like very deflated because he gets very tired very fast. And uh, then there's, I, uh... there's Pluto the dog, and then there's. Um, <laughs> I love how we remember like. Pluto the dog. <laughs> yeah, well, of course we remembered it. And then there's Myrel. My, my, my uh, I don't know what her name is. She pretty much has glasses. She's the maid. She's very clumsy and she constantly is flustered around. Um, Sebastian. There's Mayrin. Mayrin. Mayrin, Finian, and Bard. Yes, and Finian is the super strong uh, groundskeeper. That constantly breaks things because he has super strength because I think he's a human lab rat at some point. And then Bard mm-hmm. is the cook that is just a machine specialist. And so he constantly burns everything. I think like he was like in a war, yeah. wasn't it? I think like Bard was like in a war or something like that. And and I think May Rin was like an assassin. Yeah, May, May Rin is an assassin. So when she takes her glasses off, she gets becomes like the assassin. She's persona. like a really sharp shooter. Yeah, so it's just kind of funny. I don't know if that's canonic or not, but hey, they did it. But that's all the characters. Uh, and then there's the Undertaker. Oh my God, the Undertaker! I forgot about that guy. He's so creepy. D and D character idea right there. If you tell me a joke. <laughs> of course, Sebastian has the funniest joke ever because he literally is like, "Everyone leave! You must not hear this joke," and he just like gives it up. Oh, but yeah, that's. I always much... wonder what the joke was that Sebastian told the the Undertaker. Undertaker. But uh, pretty much that's all the characters for character development. It's pretty much non-existent. Uh, CL comes more and more bratty and more and more reliant on Sebastian, and Sebastian becomes kind of a dick halfway through the anime and just dips. Yeah, there's literally no character development. That's about it. I I mean yeah, but I really don't think the whole point of it is for character development i mostly think that it's just solving the mystery of like that's true that is everything the that's going the on it is about the mystery figuring things out what's going on sebastian being a badass being one hell of a butler i mean um, we do see moments of like character development and kind of stuff like that but it's not like the overwhelming like theme yeah of the whole thing for the characters exactly. to develop because the most character development takes place in all the filler episodes, which isn't really canonic. So, um, and then let's get into animation. Uh, I personally really liked it. I mean, yeah, considering that this is one of the animes that was out before like the 2012 mark, where basically all of the other animes have come out after. Yeah. Because like, you know, the statistic that I've told you, you know, that basically all of the anime that is out right now was basically made after 2012. Mm-hmm. And this anime came out, what, 2009? 2008. 2008. So it had such a huge fan base. And for being, like, the way that it is, I mean, the animation is absolutely, like, beautiful. It's very 
vibrant, it's colorful, it's very clean. Yeah. And the Victorian era costumes are just immaculate. Remember when we reviewed um, Devil and Realist? Like, mm-hmm. imagine that type of like clothing design, but like 10 times better and way yes. more. Like, they pretty much use CL as like a doll for all the different styles at the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know too much about like Victorian fashion and all that kind of stuff, but I didn't really see anything that was kind of like, well, that doesn't really look like it would have been in the Victorian era. Yeah, I think they did a really good job um, keeping up to date with the fashion at the time and the color schemes were really interesting, especially when Ciel and uh, Sebastian were alone. It was always very dark and gloomy. And then whenever... Mm -hmm. um, Elizabeth showed up as always like pink and frilly you know and yellow or but I do like how they kind of kept the overall like very like purples and like blues even when going around they kind of kept that like London like smog kind of look exactly they did a very good job at all those things which uh, kind of surprised me not gonna lie but I thought they did a very good job at it I Uh, mean it's a very eye-catching anime so yes uh, and for the music, um, the opening is actually very good. I very much like the opening. It's done very well, especially for how old it is. Like, once again, it's just, it's held up pretty well. Overall, I can't really remember the soundtrack. I thought it, oh, wait, the soundtrack's that weird, like, jazzy type of soundtrack. It, well, I, no, it's kind of like, it's got lots of piano in it. Yes. And it's like, it has very like somber music. And there's always like this one theme that plays when like Sebastian and CL are talking about the contract and all that kind of stuff. And like, he's kind of reminding CL like, oh, remember, you know, (laughs) we have a deal. We have a contract. But uh, I think the music doesn't take away, but it it complements okay. It's not like any of the other amazing soundtracks we've listened to though. It's not like it... You know, it, it's it wasn't something that I was like, oh crap, like this music just like enhanced the scene. But it, yeah, I feel like it kind of gave it that whole mystery and like, you know, you don't know what's gonna happen next vibe to it. But I mean, yeah, exactly. like I was saying, it doesn't really like stand out. Exactly. All right. So final thoughts. Uh, I think this anime is a fairly good gateway anime right off the back get go. Kind of an early watch. It's a very, it's held well, it's stand the test of time very well, I feel. A majority of people that watch anime, this is like their first anime. Yeah, except for and like so, all my friends, apparently, all my male friends have not seen Black Butler. Well, considering that probably a lot of your male friends have only been watching anime for the last couple of years, like that's probably true. not. That would but like sense. everyone who's been watching anime since like 2000, like, tens this is more than likely their first anime because it was big like it was huge like you would literally walk down the hallways and like you would see black butler pins black butler like oh yeah it's very popular that's very popular because who doesn't want one hell of a butler oh my god i'm going to slap you if you keep saying that tagline (laughs) honestly i think we've lost so many listeners at this point because i keep saying it but uh, this is where the podcast falls off the the cliff i was actually not one of the people that had actually watched black butler until like probably a couple years ago oh really yeah i hadn't i just i never really was interested in it until like a couple years ago and um 
I mean, I really like it. I would recommend it to people just because, I mean, it's interesting. It's not really like that hard to watch where you have to pay attention to understand the story. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's just kind of my thoughts about it. No, yeah, I pretty much agree with you on all that. Um, I think everything's been said that needs to be said. Um, so should we do music recommendations now? Yes. So I actually have a music rec. And I because too. I literally have no more openings and endings to give, I'm going to start recommending theme songs from animes. Okay. So I've been watching the Magical Index franchise for a while, and I just finished World Gun T. And I'm like listening to it again, I'm like the theme for real gun team whenever they're in a battle it's like it's a bop and i have to recommend it because i love it so um i'll probably have to send you the link to the correct audio for it so uh, we can upload it correctly but it's just like one of those like when i listen to it i'm like oh yeah i'm about to like shoot lightning at people it's kind of like my (laughs) vibe walking down the hallway you know i'm like "Mm, yeah like shoot flicking coins and shooting lightning bolts at people uh you know casual things in the esper world casual but uh what's your recommendation mo my recommendation is the first opening of bleach because i've been watching bleach you've been watching bleach are you kidding me <laughs> no I ha- it's actually pretty good i like it the opening's really good for the first one i remember i'm proud of you well um i think it's time to spin the wheel for next week's episode i have the wheel pulled up so it's my turn Go for it. Let's see. Um, also, I don't know if this has been updated since the last time I spent it. I don't think it has. Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're reviewing Beyond the Boundary. <gasps> okay. I actually really like that one. I haven't finished it because the only time I've seen it, I was drinking. Uh, so I don't remember it. But it's supposed to be I don't think it has pretty. very many episodes. Like, I think it's only it's, got, like, 12 yeah. episodes. It's only 12 episodes. It's a super easy watch. But it's, like, we've reckon, we've put this on top 10 list before because of how pretty it is. It is done mm-hmm. visually incredibly well. So I'm excited. No. Oh, my gosh. Like, I had put off so long watching this anime. And then when I first watched it, I was like, oh, my God, this is so pretty. I don't know why I didn't watch this sooner. Oh, yeah. It is fantastic. And I'm very excited to review this one. But uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Do you have anything else you need to say, Mo? Um, stay classy, my friends. Stay <laughs> if you're a germ mug, <laughs> that's yes. good with all bacterias on it. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week to Back Weather. Once again, we apologize for the two-week delay, but you know, life gets crazy sometimes and we're both in school we're in two different locations mm-hmm. but we'll definitely I be think we can give ourselves you know a little bit of humanity you know give ourselves a little bit of a you know human moment <laughs> we're not superheroes and you know but yeah guys stay classy um thank you guys so much for lo- listening into this week to this episode and we'll see you guys again next week when we record our next one yeah guys stay tuned for beyond the boundary and we'll see you next week all right bye-bye. bye bye bye